1: Coach radio
2: that's audibletrial.com slash life Coach radio and now here's today's show
3: good afternoon everyone and welcome to making inspired choices with coach Linda I'm your host Linda Stevens Jones a certified Christian life coach and I'm glad to ha- that you've taken time out of your busy schedules for the broadcast today I must say the weeks fly by fast for me, and I hope this radio show, broadcasting only on the second and fourth Tuesdays at noon, give you a chance to look forward to it. <laughs> Thanks to all of you who are listening live today, and also to those of you who are listening to this show as a replay. <clears throat> Welcome to all of our first-time listeners today. It is great to have you with us. And I hope you'll mark your calendars to keep coming back each month on the second and fourth Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern. My goal for each show is for you to hear some powerful ideas and some questions from me that make you think. And during my guest interviews, we want to give you some ponder and that ultimately help you to move your life forward. It's all about helping you to make inspired choices. By inspired choices, I mean making the kinds of choices or decisions that you've contemplated, got quiet and prayed about, where you actually come to some answers that are inspired by the Holy Spirit. See what I mean? You know, like the name of the show, Making Inspired Choices? (laughs) From the beginning of this show in November of 2015, I've shared that this is a community. It's a place where you are welcome and accepted, never judged for any reason. I want you to take away encouragement and uplift, even if you do have some choices to wrestle with as well. (laughs) And by the way, listeners, For those of you who use iTunes to download music, you can also download these broadcasts. Just go to iTunes and podcast and type in Making Inspired Choices and the list of shows should come up for you. That way you can listen while you're at the gym or anytime you need some encouragement. If you're not on iTunes, I'll give you the email at the end of the show where you can get a link for archive shows. That way you can go back and listen to any show anytime you want. And for our listeners who are on Facebook, I'm excited that now we've got a Making Inspired Choices Facebook page. We keep the conversation going after the show on the page so you can like the page and share your comments and aha moments right there. Okay? One last thing before we get to today's topic. I want to again thank my last guest, fellow coach and author Bethany Boring. If you missed the episode, it's filled with inspiration. So it's totally worth going back to listen. And her book, it's called Unmasked, The Journey from Surviving to Thriving. It's an incredible, authentic sharing of her journey through major life challenges while growing her relationship with Christ. This fall, her book is going to become the basis for small, small group Bible studies across the country. I highly recommend you get that book, Unmasked. The Journey from Surviving to Thriving. And now to today's topic. You know, you could think of this show like a, an adult mini spring break, <laughs> except there's no trip to the beach. <laughs> it's more of a time to pause, take a breath, and consider where you are right now. Our topic is, what are you focused on? I mentioned this as a spring break so that you'll carve out some time from your daily demands and just ask yourself, what am I focused on? Where am I spending the majority of my time and energy? Do you spend more time dwelling in the past, the way things used to be, or even dwelling in past hurt or pain? Or do you live in a state of sometime in the future? One day I'm gonna blank. <laughs> you fill in the blank. One day I'm gonna one day I'm gonna lose 50 pounds, travel to another country. One day I'm going to develop a closer walk with the Lord. One day I'm going to spend more time with the people I love, get involved with the cause I care about. Here's a good one. One day I'm going to use my time and talents to make a difference in the world. See what I mean? Which that showing a focus on someday in the future. <laughs> And, you know, sometimes we even use our time and attention today to worry about something we fear could possibly happen in the future. So what are you focused on? Are you focused on what was, what may happen in the future, or are you focused on what you can do today? And not only what you can do today, just being in today now I pose this question because I do not want you to waste another minute on yesterday or being preoccupied with things in the future that may not even happen or actions that you're putting off until some date in the future a dear friend Pastor Leon Walden Jr. put it this way If you don't leave your past in the past, it will destroy your future. Live for what today has to offer, not for what yesterday has taken away. When I saw that, I thought, absolutely pertinent to what we're talking about today. That really spoke to me. How about you? So after you assess what you're focused on, if you find it's too much on the past or too much on the future, I'm offering up some new essential questions for you to ask yourselves. And before I give you those questions, let me say I truly believe in having a dream and and envisioning what possibility there is in the future It's just if you're only focused on the future until the um, instead of your present, you are allowing your present to drift away. Does that make sense? So here are new essential questions to ask yourselves: What do I want in my life today? how can I use my gifts, my time, and talents to make a difference in the lives of others? And for those of you who are believers in the Lord, what about asking him, Lord, what do you want me to focus on? My hunch is that a shift to these questions or shift to these kind of questions will allow you to get focused on new things in a new way that deepens your sense of fulfillment and blessings in your day-to-day living. Here's another way I put it with some of my clients who are preoccupied with what's happened in the past or their worries about the future. I say to them, feed what you want to grow in your life. In other words, focus on those things that you say matter most to you. And as you focus your time and energy there, the positives will begin to grow and bring you deeper fulfillment. I can say personally, when I'm focused on the things that ultimately matter most, growing my faith, loving my family and friends, service to others, And lifelong learning, when I'm focused in those areas, I can tell a real difference in my daily life. I challenge you to take some time to get quiet and examine what are you focused on. Say a prayer and ask what the Lord would have you to focus on. You can start right now to use your gifts and abilities to help others, and you will feel a far greater sense of fulfillment. I'm going to ask my special guest about his focus, and I believe you're going to find some valuable points and takeaways from what he has to say. And now, let me introduce my guest. Tony Small is my guest today, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm super excited to have him with us. From being selected as one of the White House Millennium Committee's top artists to serving as composer and librettist for the Smithsonian's first-ever commissioned operetta for the Sultanate of Oman, Tony Small has won national music, playwright, and lyricist awards in jazz, classical music, classical, musical theater, and gospel genres, including a stellar, which is the Grammy of gospel music. For over 30 years, he has created and managed world-class multidisciplinary cultural and edutainment programs and created nationally recognized interdisciplinary arts and STEM programs in four major cities, Chicago, Indianapolis, Washington, D.C., and Baltimore. As a piano prodigy at four years of age, he began playing for the church choir at the tender age of six and became the paid music director at 11 for the adult and youth choirs. Yes, 11! <laughs> Some of Tony's original works include four musicals, a cultural anthology, an operetta, and hundreds of multi-genre compositions featured at the nation's most celebrated cultural institutions, to include the Kennedy Center, the Smithsonian, Madam Walker Theater, the Chicago Disabla Museum, the Haiti Heritage Center, Yubi Blake International Jazz Center, Reginald Lewis Museum Theater, the National Children's Museum, and a national Fox TV feature of his 9-11 memorial song and video. A few of Tony's notable awards and projects include the 2012 and 2009 National Meet the Composer Award, the 2008 American Composer Forum Award winner, the 2008 Stellar Award for I Am, recorded by Marette Brown-Clark, guest actor on the 2008 final of the HBO series The Wire. He also directed The Boys Choir, featured on the 2008 soundtrack, and he was a 2000 White House Millennium-winning composer-playwright residency from America's, America's Top 55 Community Artists, chaired by Hillary Clinton and the National Endowment of the Arts. Tony currently serves as the first regional artist that science, technology, engineering, arts, and math director for the Boys and G- Girls Clubs of Greater Washington, which impacts 12,000 youth each year. He also serves on the National Boys and Girls Club STEM Advisory Council. Tony has 30 years of ecumenical experience as music minister, worship arts director for churches with 5,000 plus memberships. He is a graduate. Of the Tony Award winning BMI Musical Theater Program. New York calls, the New York Times calls this theater program the Harvard of Musical Theater. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tony Small. Tony, welcome. Oh my to God.
1: The- <laughs> I think the most important thing is just to simply say, you know, none of that means anything uh, if we're not servants. Uh, and if we don't take our <laughs> gifts and give them back to others to impact others. And so, gosh, with all of that, it's it's uh, 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 without God in your life and, 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 and being directed, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs>
3: it's great to
1: be here, great to be on the show. How are you?
3: Oh, I'm great. I'm great. And it is such an honor to have you as my guest today. I know your participation is going to give our listeners a lot of inspiration, with your help, our listeners will be encouraged to make the kind of choices that move their lives forward. So let's get started. I, you stopped me as I was sharing the end of, of just some of your bio. Um, tell us something about you that I didn't mention, although, you you've kind of already interjected the, the idea of service. Say a little more about that, Tony.
1: Oh, you know, I, uh, what is my proudest accomplishment is family. Um, uh, maybe that's it. Um, uh, wow. I've been married to, uh, Duannis for this will be our 30th year anniversary. So 30 years of wow. of marriage. Um, that's another book. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: could, yeah. Anyone who's been, uh, in a relationship for 10 years, but 30 years, um, uh, there, there's so much that we could share. Um, and then of yeah. course uh, my uh, my daughter is a um, proud of uh, our daughter who is is certainly um, an amazing artist but also uh, these days one of our best friends she's a uh, lives in New York and she's a Juilliard grad and um, and uh, amazing actor singer um, um, a multidisciplinary artist a writer a composer and so um, those are really uh, two uh, I think of one of the two of the most important people and things in my life.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then of course well, you have all these you're... surrogate kids over the year. Kids who have been in your programs and they come back, you know, years later, they they're now grown and and mm-hmm. they really are your surrogate children. Um wow. I I'm just blessed and fortunate to have um so many people so many kids. Well, they're not kids. You call them kids, but you know they're thirty years old, <laughs> 30, 35, but, uh, but young enough to be your children. And so, I think those mm-hmm. are the those are the some of the important things uh, at this age of life that uh, that you cherish.
3: Okay. Wonderful. Well, your love of music came about so early, four years old, playing okay. piano. I would love for you to take us back to your earliest. Memories of enjoying music.
1: Oh wow, wow. Well, you know, I I always say that um, I didn't choose music; music chose me. Um, certainly, <laughs> it it was yeah, it was it was obvious. Um, but um, I I think uh, I I must attribute that also to my parents. My mother was a musician; she okay. was a piano, pianist, and my okay. cousins played piano. I heard, me. I you know, number one, you grew up in the church hearing music from, from day one.
0: Mm-hmm. Out,
1: out of your mother's womb, uh, womb, my mother sang in the choir, and my grandmother was kind of like the praise and worship leader. Uh, only back, mm-hmm. in, back in those days, you know, the praise and worship leader didn't stand in front of the church. They, uh, she led it from the third pew. <laughs> she called <laughs> out a song. And, okay, and so
0: okay.
1: I, I don't remember there not being music and arts in my life, and so I think um, when people say prodigy, yeah, I did start awfully young. At I was playing at you know started playing at four, and my parents made me take lessons. But uh, I think there's certainly an advantage. Anyone who comes from a musical family, it's kind of innate. Mm-hmm. It, it's passed on. I I believe in uh, the 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 concept of the, of the the Levitical tribe where you know those gifts are passed on in families, and so. Uh, mm-hmm. But also. But my my family, my mother, made me go to piano lessons. I didn't always want to go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's to parents. Parents, music music instruction is important, whether your kids are gifted or not. That's another story.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, But it should be a part of a a well-balanced life for children. It's not in the schools anymore. And so uh, Mm -hmm. that's kind of what has driven my passion for for arts and kids, they they they're not being exposed to the arts, and that and that's all I remember. But I know that it it helps kids with being well bre- uh, balanced and and self esteem and all the other things that uh, you, you know the, huh. the research shows. And so uh, that's my drive and my passion to provide world class arts programming to uh, to kids. Now that's not where I started, and and who knew that my career was going to take me in this direction. Um, mm-hmm. um,
3: Oh, that's what I want to get into. How, I want to get into how did you get on this road, but what what vision did you hold for your future regarding music and the arts, say, when you were a teenager? What were you thinking then?
1: Interesting enough, so I I was, by then, as as a teenager, I was playing for churches, right? I was playing for Mm -hmm. the church as long as I can remember, gosh, in, in kindergarten, I remember playing for Sunday mm-hmm. school, uh, wow. being the, I guess by second or third grade, I was the Sunday school pianist. And and, and then um, um, wow. as a teen, um, that's all that I knew, but I was still um, training. Uh, I, I was the classical runner-up runner for the state of Illinois for a piece um, that was written by uh, Chopin, the revolutionary etude. And after that actually I didn't think wow. that I was going to pursue a music career. I really wanted to pursue business and management. And um oh, and that's what I did. Uh, I went to Anderson University and, and um but my first um couple weeks there someone said, Wow, um you're not in the private piano class and you play like that and I'm like, I'm on I'm on a break. And someone really suggested Suggested that I uh, that I audition uh, for private piano and and, um, I did that and rest rest is history. I continued continued my path uh, of music, um, never trying to uh, never for awards. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, That was never. I loved writing and loved composing and, uh, and Anderson University provided me that. That avenue to travel all over the world as a recruiter in a, in a group called uh, that was a re- recruitment group. So even when I was eighteen, nineteen, I was um, touring um, Africa and Europe uh, with a singing group wow. and all over the country, and did that for years. And so, yeah, they provided a wonderful, uh, uh, a wonderful music training program as well. Anderson University probably not really mm. well known, but, uh, but. Um, certainly, many of the people who come out of Anderson University—that's what what attracted me to the small university in Indiana. Um, Bill Gates, okay. is, people are familiar with him. He's a he's a grad and really invested in the music department uh, mm-hmm. at, at that time attracted me. Um, Sandy Patty, you know, Grammy award winning artist, Stephen Curtis Chapman—all wow. um, colleagues now of of mine uh, went to the school and wow. so an amazing classical uh, music background that also had gospel um, as well. And so that, again, that's what changed the the uh, trajectory. Um, Mm -hmm. I was was an early school teacher in Chicago, music teacher. And what happened is um, as a teacher uh, in an inner-city school, um, there's not much curricula. And certainly Mm -hmm. the musicals... To do, we couldn't afford to do them. Like I couldn't do Fiddler on the Roof or or The Whiz because mm-hmm. we just didn't have the for the royalties and the costumes. So that's when I started mm-hmm. writing my own my own musicals and my own songs. And oh. that's when the career took off. I started writing for everyone, and some of the works became known. And we started doing them across the city, and and um, and that's kind of started the pathway that's of composing. That's started yeah because wow. we, have, we all say necessity is the mother of invention, right? I didn't have the right. have any work that I need to work my own and so and then people would say that's that song is decent, I'd like to record it, or I'd like to do that musical, and I'm like, really <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so that wasn't a, that wasn't a goal it's it's a path that I certainly believe that God opened and it opened mm-hmm. while I was serving while I was serving in the inner city. Uh, had a lot of kids, and, and certainly the pay uh, in a private school and the city school was, was not that much, but um, because of my faithfulness and, and because of my ded- dedication and commitment to those programs, I believe those doors opened.
3: I tell you, that is um, something, if I had a highlighter and could have that written on the screen for my listeners, because we just talked about that, um, you know this this idea of these doors open while you were serving, that is that is huge, you know that you weren't looking for the awards and recognition, but the doors opened to opportunity while you were serving. Um,
1: exactly. exactly, amazing. And you said something earlier. You said feed what you want to grow in your life. I love it. I'm I'm going to use that. I'm <laughs> going to. Oh good. Uh, yeah, really good. It's it's it it certainly is what I believe. There's something that I. I tell kids every year, we talk about their dreams and the probability of a dream, and what makes mm-hmm. it possible. But each each one of those stands for something. Each there's an acronym, but the last one um, is M. And I say that's when I tell kids, you've got to multiply. How do you how do you mm. multiply? That's based on the parable of the sower. But we know that you reap what you sow. So if you're not sowing anything, uh, how do you mm. expect to reap? But more importantly, whatever you want more of. You've got to sow that. If you want, to, if yes. you if you want more love, if you want more peace, if you want, um, yes. you know, uh, 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 if you're pursuing the arts, then what are you doing with in the lives of others to, to pour arts and, and and so whatever your passion is, um, make sure that you're sowing that as well. And I I promise that you will will reap a a
3: harvest. Mm. Wow. That that is that's beautiful that's a beautiful philosophy for I think for any of us from everything I see and read about um Tony and know of you your career has allowed you to be imaginative creative and to use your innate abilities and gifts every step of the way and you clearly create opportunities for others and I expect they grow in their own gifts um a word about you know, as you look today at where you are, what are you motivated to accomplish?
1: Wow. Um, so that's asked of me a lot, and you know the and and I hate to say the reality is, I think um, the the things that have, God has allowed to happen in my life have superseded any you know. He's mm.
0: you know when.
1: <laughs> the scripture that says he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask <laughs> or think, right? yes. that has already happened yes. for me uh, because I didn't plan uh, this. And so I would say if I was looking about what's next, um, I, my mind has already been blown and it's beyond <laughs> what I would have thought or planned for myself. That's a word to someone that, um, you know, mm-hmm. I, we know that our steps are important. And so uh, if we, are again, are walking in his will and his path and when we're giving and we're sowing, um, I think that's how our mind is blown. So, yeah, I mean, I have goals. But certainly every year mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at, um, I'm writing grants. I'm writing the next grant. I'm looking at uh, collaborations in and, and some of the musicals and works that I've done in, in years past. In the next couple of years I'll have an opportunity to really see them on some larger stages and some stages that I never would have dreamed of. And so we're working on that and planning. But uh, I I really must say that um, the best, um, I'm sure the best is still yet to come, but more has Mm -hmm. happened than I would have ever expected. And so at this point of life, Mm -hmm. I'm really just ecstatic and overwhelmed by what has already happened. So, yeah, we're planning for the next day, but, um, you know, there's, there's something that, um, you know, Matthew six and twenty-five talks about mm-hmm. um, um, not worrying about the the future so much. I mean, certainly we're planning, but it, mm-hmm. it, uh, how um, can any of you um, can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? Basically, the birds don't worry, right. and, and we're not to. <laughs> uh, I'm planning for the future, and, and I believe that mm-hmm. you build your tomorrow. Today it's one of the songs I wrote for kids yeah, I'm building tomorrow today I'm uh, planning my mm. future Hey, um, But it starts today I'm planning but again I'm not worrying about the future Because uh, again um, I, I know that God's going to take care of that As long as I'm planting seed and doing And, and again in his will
3: Amen oh, Beautifully said um, You know our whole topic today Is what are you focused on Because I do find, I find it in my own life, but I I find I work with people and I know um, friends and family as well that get wedged or stuck in things that have happened in the past or they get preoccupied with what they are worrying about or thinking may happen in the future. I want to ask you, um, in terms of focus, um, how do you um, kind of live in a space where you, um, you know, are in the now you know, how, how do you stay in a space of focusing on what's in front of you without being too preoccupied with what's down the road
1: you know, I I think I've I had to learn that lesson, and I think all of us do. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: mm-hmm. And I
1: I think that's a lesson lesson that I share these days with others, and and I, that's why I think mentoring is so important to so that we can help pave a path or help others pave a path, and and kind of tell them about our journey so they don't they don't make all the mistakes or that we we make. Mm-hmm. But uh, I certainly believe in living in the now, or you will miss the now. I, I believe mm-hmm. uh, you can't live in the future. And I've been guilty of that. I've been uh guilty mm-hmm. of, of preparing and working so hard for the future that sometimes I miss the little things. There's um mm-hmm. there's a song that I wrote um for um an opera. Uh, the opera that was commissioned by the Smithsonian and the Sultanate of Oman of all people. Um and that's another story. How in the wow. world did that happen? <laughs> oh <laughs> I so wow. I wanna amazing
0: opera.
1: Uh, but it, um, it's a song called The Little Things, um, and, and for us not to miss uh, the little things. Um, and, and it's based on a story of, um, of a father simply singing that to his son. Uh, the greatest treasures you ever will measure are found in the priceless little things. And so mm-hmm. it's important uh, that as as we live from day to day, that we don't miss the little things that include family, that include lifelong friendships. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. set your goals, your objectives, and and uh, as a way as a way to get there and plan for the future. But um, enjoy today, because <laughs> yes. it's not uh, tomorrow's not promised. And and so That's don't so miss true. the little things don't uh, as they say to the, the, to smell the roses to take a walk outside um don't mm-hmm. neglect wonderful relationships that are in our life uh and uh, and so yeah I am these and again I want to say again it took me a long time to learn that uh, and I'm still mm-hmm. learning it
3: mm-hmm. yeah I think for all of us it can be a struggle and I I'm hoping that today's discussion helps people to just take a pause and assess what are you focused on so that they can make some adjustments and instead of putting off until sometime in the future to use their gifts and talents today while they are, um, they're fully able to and can express them that they shift some time and attention to those things right now. I mean, I think you are a yeah. great expression of that walking in your gifts. Um, I wanted to, I mean, you epitomize success and and living in the full expression of your talents and gifts. Have you, as so many of my guests have, also experienced seasons of great challenge or disappointment in your life, Tony? Uh,
1: without question. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, what, uh, I used to say this uh, you know y e uh if your overall mentor used to tell me this if you can't bend you, you will break, but you have to mm-hmm. learn how how and and as far as um i think it's the challenges that that make you who you are um mm-hmm. the challenges of pursuing a dream um, especially in the earlier stages of my life you know when we were when we were serving in the inner city uh, in Chicago, mm-hmm. um we made we made a lot of we made some mistakes financially uh in as far as mm-hmm. investments but we were also, we we were challenged because of the income um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and it was tough those years are tough uh when we decided to small start a small music school uh, music business it was uh those were really tough years i didn't see the fruit of um of of, of that project for about twenty years, I, I'll never forget. We we just were really led. We had all these kids who wanted to learn how to play piano and lessons, and we mm-hmm. on the side we started invested into a music school. Those kids today are some of the, the most prolific musicians that I know across the country, uh, and they come back, and it's it's because of the seed that I that I sowed those couple those those few years, and, and you know at mm-hmm. first we're like this is great. Not making money, but you know these kids are amazing. We're investing in them. We're, we're, uh, you know, instead of half-hour lessons, they're getting hour lessons, and they're gifted, and we're doing recitals, and we're, we're taking them to Ravinia and to opera, uh, to the opera, and et cetera. And a lot of times it was at our own expense. And those are the days mm-hmm. you question yourself, oh God. Wait a minute, mm-hmm. I'm broke, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. are you really calling me to do this? This is really tough, and and I have a mm-hmm. young family and sacrificing, and again. I keep talking about the seed. Uh, we know that was a seed, that was a seed that we were sowing into the lives of others. Uh, and again, it comes back. There's no greater feeling. I, I'd say there's no. Uh, we always say there's no real success without successors. And so when we talk mm-hmm, about success, mm-hmm. I'm really I'm really keen and, and talk about this a lot. What who are you pouring into? Um,
0: yeah. Who
1: are you mentoring? I mean, think about it. We go from from day to day. There are so many needs out there in the community,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we drive right past them. You know, we we we, we pray yeah. and talk, uh, and we talk, uh, uh, well, God, what do you want me to do? And then we will drive by someone, walk by someone who has a need, and and not because, again, and we're not, not living a- in the moment. We're thinking yeah. about the future, and it's like, okay, wait a minute, someone next door to you has a need. So mm-hmm. I, I don't understand, and I challenge people. There are so many needs in your community. If you... You can go to the to the uh, the, the local school. Uh, there are homeless shelters. There are, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. there are opportunities to give back. And again, it's more than just going to church and 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 mm-hmm. talking about being a servant. But what are you doing on a day to day basis? And so, I, again, I'm coming back to it's this. There's opportunities to show to to sow seed. And I just pray that people don't miss it because, again, that seed that mm-hmm. you sow will, will come back and, and bless you uh, and, and it will bring you an, heart, uh, yeah. an incredible heart. You and know, if it doesn't, I guess what? You feel good. <laughs> 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 you may not, you may oh, not well. weep it until you get there, but you'll be at peace. And, and if it doesn't come back financially, yeah. it, comes, it comes back so many other ways. Um,
3: mm-hmm. And Well, I, that's, I love that anyway. you just said I love that you just said um, you ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to do? And then you go outside and you pass a homeless person <laughs> and you keep going. We we do that, don't we? We we, we ask what should we do? Or the Lord puts people in our path, but we're so focused beyond that that we miss the opportunities to um, pour into someone or to to do something that is of service. Uh, so that that really paints a picture. Tell me um, how did you persevere when you were going through you know your disappointments with the music school or through your tough times? what led to led you to keep going during that time?
0: well you know
1: it's it's interesting that um, we um, many people who go to church take uh, or are in a part of a faith community, or some type mm-hmm. of support network. They take those sometimes take those for granted, and and maybe I did as well. But I mm-hmm. I do know that being connected to a body of believers, to a group of folks who uh, was important for me. It kept me rooted mm-hmm. and grounded. Uh, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have been as strong if I didn't um, if I wasn't surrounded by people of faith and. And that, you know, mm-hmm. also sowed seeds in my life but kept me encouraged. so for me, you know, I think it's, it's um, I think going to church, or again, I have mm-hmm. friends who are, who are Christians, uh, who are, are Jews, and that I spend every year, I uh, spend Passover with, do mm-hmm. Passover Seder, and do uh, projects with uh, who are great friends, but they're, we're grounded in our faith and our and and that and, and that helps. I don't know how I could have made it uh, without uh, with, without having faith in in God and and, mm-hmm. and understanding what what His Word meant to me as far as you know Him being able to get us through anything that we're going through and understanding there's a path and 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 so all of that. So I would say number one, that's that's the important thing. I, I think the second thing okay. is you really just found yourself your inner circle. Has to be people who um, who are not just friends, but people who can challenge it. You and that doesn't mean they always say good things. Sometimes, mm-hmm. um, you know, they yeah. You you need to have friends who will tell you the truth and and <laughs> literally say, Tony, you messed up. <laughs> Tony, <laughs> you really messed up. Uh, let's pray <laughs> and let's get it back together. Yes. And um, and and I have I had some friends like that. I had a friend who once came. um, uh, Oh, gosh, I was going through some marital things, um, you mm-hmm. know, so just to share personal. And a friend came uh, came to me and said, you guys need to get it together. Tony, you need to get <laughs> it together. I don't know. Life is not that hard. Stop booing. Stop, you know, <laughs> there are people who are starving who don't have jobs, and you're having a pity party mm-hmm. for real? And so uh, and, and as though you guys have been through major things, um, um, get your act together and uh, and you guys stop uh, stop um arguing about little things and and uh, and and we did and not that you know <laughs> again a marriage uh, is, is challenging there's always uh especially when you mm-hmm. live with another artist an artist and so we're too we are we are such opinionated people we really are uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but i need an opinion uh, an opinionated person around me cuz i'm so strong-willed and and sometimes can be mm-hmm. obstinate but um mm-hmm. but the fact does speak the truth and, and she's going to tell me her her feelings and opinions about everything and I'm going to say the same same thing so it mm-hmm. it takes a strong kind of live with me. <laughs>
3: yeah. But yeah.
1: what I think again I'm coming back to you said what keeps you grounded number one my, my certainly my faith and uh, in God and 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 being around the body of of, of believers but again believers. you're Circle of friendships and relationships. You need someone. You need good uh, a, a good community of, of friends and lifelong mm-hmm. friends around you. And thankful um, uh, to have had that.
3: I like I like that a lot. Um, I I also appreciate that and and it's I say I want a friend who can say to me, Linda, look, <laughs> you know, just yeah. to be able to yeah. look that gets my attention to let me know I have wandered off from, you know, what I need to be focused on. So I, I appreciate in terms of who are you keeping company with and yeah. do you have someone who can tell you the truth and say, no, you screwed that up or you messed up here. But we can still right, love exactly. you and support exactly. you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a true friend. Yeah. Faithful for the yeah. Of a friend. Yeah. <laughs> exactly well I want to I want to let you tell our audience about because I just saw quickly something well several amazing things but something amazing just happened you just received notification about further recognition would you share that with our audience
1: sure sure Um, yeah really excited about that Um, so there's, there's an award that Several of my several of my friends have received. It's um, comes from the White House um, Arts and Humanity Committee and uh, many sponsors, and it, it's basically kind of the who's who of arts programs that are recognized each year. Um, mm-hmm. After school arts programs, and um, my friends have encouraged me to, encouraged me to um, to apply for that for years. They're like Tony, you're, there's a, there's a program I founded called. The Teen Arts Program, it's TAP, Uh and then the Steam and the pedagogy, uh, uh, or what we call uh, learning laboratories, use um, a STEAM pedagogy, arts plus STEM, and and the arts is really to demystify science, math, technology, engineering, and math, and so we do that by singing science songs. The scientific method leads to hypotheses. Then you, I mean, every every Mm -hmm. subject that you can imagine. From a different angle, entomology, bugs, um, et cetera. We have just we've created quite a curricula over the years, and so mm-hmm. my your artists who come and, and do me favors really by it, many of them, uh, renowned artists by teaching in the camp and teaching in the in the in the program, have said this is this is an inner city arts haven. You should apply for a award, award <laughs> for this, and I'm like. Well, a sole arts organization. We're boys and girls clubs, and I developed this so that it, it would replace the fact that most of our kids—probably sixty percent of them—do not uh, have get arts programming in their schools, which is a travesty. Mm-hmm. And some of them, um, it's ninety percent for some of the the programs. And so this year, I said, "Okay, you know what? I'm going to apply. Why not?" Um, mm-hmm. And so this was elated that literally on yesterday. Um, um we received the uh, the the news, the great news that we're one of the top fifty uh, considered one of the top fifty arts programs, arts and humanities programs in the country. And Yay! Then, and um and so and then they are gonna still pick the top ten, which includes quite a
0: uh-huh.
1: huge grant award, uh along with it. But just to be recognized as and, and that award will be presented by um first lady, uh Michelle Obama, so um, we're we're excited about that. But just to know that, again, the work, we weren't looking for it, and I I didn't even
0: think Mm -hmm. we could get it,
1: but on the last eight years of just being of service and trying to provide quality, world-class arts programs for kids, again, this was not my goal. (laughs) <laughs> but um, I'm thankful for it and thankful for the recognition because it does help us get more funding. it brings recognition to the program and and so those of you who are grant writers understand that you know the the as you build the infrastructure of a program uh with mm-hmm. any type of program um the awards and accolades and and et cetera do help. Funders come and and you get more support and and so those those are important. So I just look at the awards at good. This will help me impact more kids. I'm excited yeah. about the award, but I'm excited really about the the reality is that now possibly I can I can impact more kids and to me that's even more exciting than the award.
3: Mm. Well, to know that you know you, you sit in in the um, position as the um, our Artistic director, the regional artistic director, impacting for the uh, boys and girls clubs of Greater Washington, which impacts twelve thousand youth a year. Oh, that is. Amazing. That's a lot.
0: Yeah. That's <laughs> amazing. Well, you know, and, I mean, and when
1: I started, it was twenty-two thousand. We had a lot more clubs. We're the, we're one of the largest affiliates uh, of the Boys and Girls Clubs. Um, uh, in America, and 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 uh, Boys and Girls Club nationally is the largest U.S. provider of after-school programs. Period. And um, mm-hmm. about three years ago, Forbes called called us one of the top five charities. So we impact a lot of youth. Hmm. Uh, we had to downsize because um, it was it was there were a lot of programs. Uh, it was a bit overwhelming mm-hmm. when I first came on board because that's a lot of folks. I, and and here's a good story mm-hmm. for someone because uh-huh. I came on board as a cultural arts director in the, for just the, the DC region. I wasn't planning on being a regional because I was still doing had my hands in a lot of things. You know, I, outside of boys and girls club I still, you know, I'm still a music director, I still produce, I still write. And so the mm-hmm. schedule is is heck- and uh, but I I came because I'm like, okay, I can do the DC region. I can still do that and still have my still produce and still write and et cetera. And I'll never mm-hmm. forget the first one who was on, who who told me as I was as I started the position. Now Tony, don't let them wear you out. Um, you, there's a lot of these are a lot of kids, and don't try to be everything to everyone. Um, you, you should do a program, a few programs uh, every year. Make sure the kids come, you know, et cetera, et cetera. They they were giving mm-hmm. me advice. Another, mm-hmm. um, you don't have to give your all,
0: mm-hmm. and.
1: As a result, um, I not only was serving D.C. kids, but I was serving our clubs in Virginia because there was a need. There was no one there. So I was going to Virginia clubs and D.C. clubs. And then immediately, wow. of course, they promoted me to the regional director. And then I was started launching. I have a background. Now. I was a former training director for the American Association for the Advancement of Science in Chicago, where I ran um, STEM programs. And so I started. I put that on my plate as well. <laughs> and so I took go back and think, okay, this person you know, meaning all you know, wasn't just probably well-meaning and and just Mm -hmm. was saying, I don't want you out, but I would have missed the opportunity to impact so many youth if I would not have uh, really started working, you know, it was a 10-hour day and and really committing to Mm -hmm. getting funding And, and so again, I think my seeds that I that I sold into the Boys and Girls Club are the reason that I I got a chance to write a lot of grants, uh, a lot of uh, mm-hmm. was able to debut with the kids at the Kennedy Center. So I don't think some of my works mm-hmm. would have went to the Kennedy Center if i hadn't been serving kids. And so the and even the uh, the 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 operetta commission that was um, commissioned for and with kids. Um, so doors open when you're when you're serving when you're when you're giving and you go be beyond and above the call of duty. Uh, that's that, excellent.
3: That sounds and, like and, a book. Doors open when you're serving. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a mm. great book, Tony. <laughs> um, that's just my two cents.
1: <laughs> yeah, wow, I like what? it. I like it. I'll give you credit.
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what what an inspiring and meaningful conversation. I love how your gifts, your passion, and your heart for service have, have totally melded together um, in your life today. I mean, and it comes through so clearly. Um, so for, to our listeners, it's time for you to join our conversation. We want to connect with you and hear your thoughts on anything you've heard in today's broadcast. So give us a call um, at 646 716 9397. We'd love to hear from you. 646 716 9397. Tony, as we're waiting um, to see if we have any callers, I, um, even though I, and I do believe we have to have focus on what is happening in our lives today. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't resist asking you, <laughs> what do you feel the Holy Spirit nudging you uh, towards? Is there anything in particular that you feel, you know, yourself drawn towards?
1: Um, there's no question. I'm trying not to um, spill all the beans. <laughs> okay.
3: Uh, <laughs>
0: I'll just leave us a few
1: yeah, there are um, – I know that um, one of the things that I have been wanting to do more of, I've, I've written a lot of works uh, over the years and uh, a lot of musicals and even the operetta. And so uh, the next phase um, is to expand those works. And there, so there's some opportunities mm-hmm. uh, that are coming up in the next couple of years, but especially 2017, for those works for the Kadar Operetta, which will also be there will be a mm-hmm. musical version. Um, for Ruka, which is a, a musical about insects, but uh, it's really an African fable. Ruka, Ruka means to fly, and and hmm. so that's basically uh, the storyline uh, of all of these people who come together and and uh, they learn how to fly, um, and uh, it's a an inter- it's a very uh, interesting story uh, because it's also well. Uh, uh, you can actually even Google the work in progress. It's at it's on the Kennedy Center's um, Millennium Stage oh. website, and okay. so um, it it can be googled and you can see the matinee version. But you know, in 2017, I'll be uh, producing the full full, uh, full version of that, and uh, and wow. so yeah, 2017, 18, uh, it allows me to kind of actually slow down and do what I call. Um, really quality um,
4: productions. Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of times what I do is amazing artist. but um, productions during the summer are, you know, you have three weeks to four weeks to put together a major production. So I get to, to really take time um, developing the templates and, and the, the script and the costuming, which is amazing wow. for some of these works. You're involved in, in every and, aspect. Well, you know what? I probably shouldn't be right. I am right now, but eventually I do know how to turn it over, to, And but it has to be turned over to the right team, and that's the difference.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I have mm-hmm. friends who are amazing mm-hmm. choreographers that uh, you turn a work over to a choreographer who's really the best. Um, you know, One of my good friends, Walter, uh, um, Oscar Hawkins, um, um, whether, whether it's Key Rock Ballet or Cirque du Soleil, uh, when I turn a dance over to him, it is amazing. And and then uh, I have amazing friends who are directors. I still think my daughter is one of the best directors that I know, really, uh, these days. Um, Elsa Bath uh, from Philly uh, has directed a lot of my works. And so I do know how – and, again, these are friends, right? So this mm-hmm. is a good, a good example. Uh, after they turned over to them, they're like, Tony – you're not the director. Go sit down. <laughs> Tony, you're not the choreographer. Go sit down. And that is, got to know your limits. It's, uh, Tony, you're not yeah. the costume designer. Got your input. Cool. Um, uh, we got it. And so, yeah, you've you, you got to know how to turn it over to your team.
3: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I hear you. Um, tell me this. Um, As you look back over... Uh, your career and look at where you are today and even what amazing things still lie ahead, I'm sure. What is one life lesson um, that is a a thread or a common theme that you could share that would be helpful to our listeners?
0: Um,
1: I would say two things. I would say dream. Dream is a model that I... Um, I, I borrowed from a friend. I changed some of the acronym, but it's something I use for kids. And just real quickly, um, okay. each one of the letters stands for something. And I tell it to kids all the time: Don't just dream. Uh, I, I think we have somewhat failed this millennial in, um, age uh, of kids um, because we tell them just to dream, and it's it's mm-hmm. more than dreaming. Uh, you have to mm-hmm. do something about mm-hmm. your dreams. I very quickly say, do something about your dream. It's more than dreaming. Uh, and then mm-hmm. th- I think there is uh, a reality uh, or the probability of a dream. Kids uh, everywhere I go, kids say they want to be a basketball player, they want to be a football player, they want to be a musician. Yet they're not mm-hmm. in any organ. Uh, uh, you want to be mm-hmm. a basketball player and you're five foot one, and mm-hmm. you're a senior in high school and you're not on the basketball team. That's not probable. Now they're like, Mister Smallwood, no, it's not probable. You're not even. You don't even practice. That's not realistic. You're not even and lining the up. Probably. Do you want to be a great musician? You don't even practice, right? You don't.
0: Mm-hmm. You,
1: you're not. In class. It's not probable. So you have to do something about your dream. It needs to be a probable dream. Uh, the R stand for me for me is is you're responsible for your dreams. Is what I tell. Not your mother. Not your father. Not someone else. If you don't pursue your dreams, then especially at a certain age, then you can't mm-hmm. blame anyone else. You are responsible, and I have kids shouted. I am responsible for my dreams. It, and so mm-hmm. the E for me is something I stole from my good friend Leslie Barnes. She says excellence, make excellence the very center of your character and and who you are. Uh, the A for me stands for attitude because no one wants to work with in, anyone with a bad attitude. And so your disposition does matter, and sometimes your disposition will take you further than someone who's who's more gifted than you. Uh, so important. Yeah. And then, of course, I talked to. The M in uh, multiply your dream, and you only multiply your dream by giving, by sowing into the lives of others. If you don't have time for anyone else, uh, and it's so important. when as I, we're even uh, uh, segueing to, to Prince, understanding that you know, I, do you hear about all of his humanitarian giving yes. things no one knew about? Yes. But this man was the, one of the most giving men, and I still say the, the wealthiest people in the world are givers. You read mm-hmm. what you sow, mm-hmm. and so. They understand what it is that, you know, you invest, um, you give. It may be a write-off, but you still give. <laughs> this is 10% mm-hmm. of your income. It, it's important mm-hmm. to give and just, so That's the DREAM uh, acronym that I use for youth, and I break it down even more, but that's that's one of them.
3: Fantastic. Fantastic. Would you just run through it? I DREAM, I got the D, but I didn't get the R?
1: Sure. So D is do something about your dream. Uh, and mm-hmm. R is um, you are responsible. It's responsibility
0: uh, uh, yes, of yes. Uh,
1: kids, kids taking people taking responsibility. It's again, and yes. we're we're this is a generation of blame. Uh, I didn't I didn't succeed because my mom or my dad right. treated me, and I I went through this and such. But I've seen I've and and I guess working for an organization yes. like Boys and Girls Club, I see kids who have been raped, abused, um, beat. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and and their their stories are horrible. And so when I hear someone mm-hmm. give me an excuse, oh I had such a such this happen. Oh I didn't get enough love. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's true. I understand. You ha- but at mm-hmm. some point, you you have to come to a place in an age of what I call an age of responsibility. And if you're still Absolutely. fifty years old complaining about what happened in the summer of sixty two, something's wrong. <laughs> You've got you are responsible ultimately for your dreams.
3: Amen, man, Reverend Small, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and,
3: and E was E is for excellence. excellence.
1: Make excellence the very center of your character. I stole that from Leslie Barnes, um, yeah, a good friend of uh-huh. mine. And then the A is for attitude.
3: Uh, attitude, uh, adult,
1: attitude determines your altitude. We talk about that a lot. And then M is for multiply.
3: Mm-hmm. M is for multiply. Awesome. Let me uh, take a call. We have on the line Tony. Hold one second here. Caller at seven oh three eight eight seven crefix you're on the line um go ahead press one and go ahead
0: hi good afternoon
3: good afternoon good
0: afternoon hey uh
1: mr small you you're, you're such um uh, such an amazing uh, accomplishment for, for 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 so many and i we really appreciate what you're doing especially for for the young people not only in the d c area but, but across the country as well. Thank thank you very thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for that. And keep up the good work. Keep up the good work. Thanks. I'm honored I would, to serve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have one, one question. Um I have many questions, but I'll only ask one. What what do you see mm-hmm. do you see any evolution or changes in, in church music uh coming um you know, um, you know, in in, in the years uh, ahead of us. You see any, I love it, I love it. I love it i i I'm, I'm glad you went there uh, I, I didn't know this call would go there that's 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 uh, that's great um you know what i i i so its it's just my personal um uh i think responsibility and anytime you're directing and working with uh, musicians or young younger people um, mm-hmm. it's important for us not to uh to make young people front and center right and so these days i'm I'm at a place called Clifton Park and everywhere I go i guess it, um young people um, I'm attracted to making sure that th- their music, whether I like it or not,
0: <laughs> that
1: that that it's a part of, it's a part of the programming. It's a part of, on, yeah. in some way, that they're an integral part. That you know, whether it's rapping, and of course I will rap and jump with them, uh, yeah. and I try to make sure that they have a part of selecting. So it's the most important thing is that we're we're keeping up with postmodern music. Uh, because they are, if we don't, we won't have a church, right? Oh, yeah. they, if, mm-hmm. uh, if if they're going to take over, they're next. And so I don't, I don't understand how you are fifty, sixty, seventy years old, singing the same types of music uh, that only your your age people are attracted to or, or like, and you have young mm-hmm. people and, and and you're not targeting them or making sure that it's you know because we're we like what we like, and so you have people mm-hmm. like him, you like classical music, and it's, it's hard to do. Yeah. Uh, a well-rounded program, but it's important. I think that's where it's moving. That you you have you need to be well-rounded, but you have to have an ear and listen to what the young people are saying and listening to, and and um, make sure it's incorporated into your decorum. I appreciate that. Yeah, especially uh, you. It looks like Excellent. you're really trying to help meet them where they are. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. Thank you very much. Excellent.
3: Amy.
0: Thank
1: oh, you're
3: welcome. you. Thank you, caller. We have another person on the line who may have been in listen only mode. I'm gonna to go to um Scott. Do you have a comment or a question you'd like to make? Just press one and you're on the line. Can you hear me? Yes,
4: I can I can
2: okay, great. you know I've been listening to the show, and it's really amazing. I wanted to just say that you know speaking of the uh you know uh, the comment that he said. About that he said about enjoying the little things in life. That That is what I like about the conversations you, you've been having. And I wanted to say that mm. it's really great and, uh, you know, it's really amazing to be able to enjoy what is uh, priceless in life. That is what I wanted to say.
0: Mm. Oh, thank
2: priceless you. Priceless is the word. That's actually the name of the song,
1: isn't Little Things. It is priceless. <laughs> it's a nation yeah. song. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Hey, may I ask you, uh, caller, what are you focused on right now? Would you want to share that with us? Uh,
2: I don't know exactly what I'm focused on because there's a lot of things, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of things that uh, that I deal with every day. So I cannot focus mm-hmm. on something specific. That's the problem.
3: Do mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you understand that? Well, I, I do. I do. That's, yeah. that's one of the challenges we're laying out is.
2: So what I, I do is basically a... I, I, I read books. I, uh, I try to kind of educate myself to get some knowledge from the universe and the things that surround me. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Yeah, so reading is basically something that I really do to, uh, mm-hmm. to kind of expand my knowledge and to get mm-hmm. better at, uh, you know, understanding life and uh, stuff like that. So.
3: Wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you for calling for what you've shared. And, um, thank and you, and, uh, you thank know, you just share.
2: before just before the uh just you know, one last thing I wanted to ask is uh what do you guys say about the inspired choices? How can I make something that is inspired? What is inspiration basically?
4: Mm. Well I'll I'll
3: touch on it first. Um I named this broadcast making inspired choices in the context of when we are in our busy, busy mindset of life, sometimes it's very difficult to stop and find what inspires you, to find what matters most to you. And it requires us to kind of steal away for a moment, you know, get out of the routine. Even if, as I say, sometimes you have to go sit in a closet yeah, a little yeah, the reason I asked
2: quiet. the question the reason I asked the question is because the other day I decided to give you know, I, I study in the university so I decided to give a speech about motivation. And uh, the uh-huh. teacher gave me the chance to do it. And uh, you mm-hmm. know, it was a decision that I took based on my own inspirations about motivation. I wanted to be motivated and I wanted to motivate people as well. So I you know, I stood up and I gave the speech about the motivation. And it was really okay. great, you know so uh, I I guess I felt that day that I was the reason for motivating those who were listening to this Right, right. And and okay. see, and so
1: and I think it's I think it's vital because a dream is inspiration and and moving on your dreams mm-hmm. it is, it's really risk taking and creativity is mm-hmm. risk taking and so certainly that's what the arts is all about and so getting people to uh, to move on their inspiration that's the challenge. People, mm-hmm. many people are. They they may be inspired, but they don't do anything about what they're inspired to do. And so I think we're coming mm-hmm. back, going back, right back to the dream, that you've got to do something about your dream. The fact that you made that move, and, and I think that's mm-hmm. what, how you grow. Because once you're inspired to do something and you see that, oh, wow, wow. that inspiration, that <laughs> it, it touched someone's life, and, and there was something inside of me saying, I should do this. And you start yeah. start moving on those instincts. And So it has to come from
2: within. It has to come from yeah, inside I, of I you. Yeah, I believe so.
3: I think yeah, it's more inside of you than it is anywhere else. That's what yeah. I, I believe, and that inspiration you seek it, but then, as Tony said, then you act upon it, and you did. <laughs> How of course, do you feel that is, for you?
2: Uh, yeah. I would like to thank you for the for the opportunity to you know uh, you gave me to speak my mind. That you know I appreciate Good. the fact that I was talking on your show today. Thank you for that.
3: I hope you will join us again, Scott. Just at the end, I'm going to give an email, and I can put you on the list so you can get the links every every broadcast. Okay?
2: Yeah, thank you very much. See? Thank you. Have a great day. Stay inspired. Yes, I
3: will. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, just before we close the show, um, usually when I start closing the show, then we get other calls. So let me just give the number out real quickly one more time. The call-in number is 646-716-9397. If you have any comment or question you'd like to make, uh, please give us a call. Um, I'm excited, Tony, for you and just to be able to watch and for me personally to be inspired by the kinds of, as you said, the kind of risk that you've been willing to take but also i'm I'm particularly moved in your comment on you know, sometimes we ask the Lord what should we do, and it shows right up in our path, but we overlook it. so
0: yeah
3: i I am tremendously inspired by your being on the broadcast today. Um, would you have uh, any particular parting words of encouragement you'd like to share with our listeners?
2: That has been great to say, and I really guess that will happen again.
4: Oh, thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott, uh, and thank Tony. Thank you, Scott. Yeah. And,
3: and, um, you, have yeah, you any...
0: know
3: what? I, yeah.
1: I think it's. it's it, I think we can leave on the uh, the last caller's um, um, ideal or concept of of inspiration, and 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 that we move up on on what we're inspired. To. To, to do uh and, and again that we do something about about our dreams but um I'm just honored to be on the show to, to share and I, I and I think um I, I I'm always excited to be able to share the journey, right? And and mm-hmm. encourage people to share their journeys with others uh and so that they can they can hear about the or as they say they we were healed by the, the word of their testimony and And so, our testimonies and, and what we've been through uh, make sure that we're sharing them with with others and so that they can uh they can learn and and grow from us but yes. um, again uh, thrilled to be on the show.
3: Oh, thank you. We had another caller, but it just dropped caller we will We will keep going, but if you if you can get back on the line, we'd love to hear what you have to say um like I said, I, I personally feel inspired um, listening to the kind of things that you're doing and, you know, how the lessons that have happened for you are lessons that you have taken to heart. Hold on one second. We have one more caller we want to get in. Caller at 478 with a 714 prefix. Press 1 and you're online with us. Hello. Yes.
4: I was just calling, not with a question, but because I wanted to make a comment. And okay. I wanted to to thank Tony so much for sharing his life story with us and to just foot stump how his life story confirms the Word of God. Because in mm. Proverbs, it, it tells us that your your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men. And so yeah. many times while you were telling your story, you were saying, well, it wasn't my intention or I didn't know it would happen. And that's because you were using your gift. God gave you a gift. Mm-hmm. You didn't not use it. You used it and you shared it by serving others. So Your gift made room For you and brought you before Great men and that is a testament To the word of God That what he said is true And amen and so thank you so Much for allowing your Life story to be a testament And confirmation to the word Of God
3: Well amen oh, Thank you thank you so much That That's beautiful Straight from the word Tony. Thank exactly. you so much, caller. Yes. Tony, um, do you have any shout out before we close?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what, I'm not I'm not sure who's listening. Um, but certainly shout out to um uh, to my organization, Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Washington. I, I think um the staff here do amazing things um every day. Uh it it certainly targets kids who are most underserved, uh and so I always say that if it, anyone is listening, and you don't, you need a place to do something at, a place to volunteer, whether it's homework mm-hmm. or or giving. Um, Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Washington is is the place to do that. And so please, um, and if it's not that, find a place where you can serve. Uh, it doesn't have to always be a church, but find a church that you can you can serve at, that you can commit to, and then find a. Um, or or, synagogue or and but find that they they're all over the city uh and so shout out mm-hmm. to boys and girls Club mm-hmm. it does amazing things i'm i'm honored to be a part of the the staff um uh certainly always shout out to friends and family uh yeah they um they are my rock and my lifeline and and i'm i'm grateful um, that uh that they keep me grounded and um, so those would be the those would be the shout outs today
3: okay oh, tony this has been an honor. It has really been an honor uh, for me, and I'm sure I speak for um, many who have not called in, but who have benefited greatly by all that you've shared and how you've been so transparent and uh, open today. So I thank you on all of our behalf, <laughs> and I wanna I wanna give a shout out to every listener who makes the decision. To focus on the present and not waste another minute focusing on the past or too much on the future. I hope you take great um, inspiration from this conversation, and and that you feel compelled to examine what you're focusing on, and decide that the present matters enough that you want to put your focus and time and attention there. Before we close, I just want to say to ladies out there, if you or someone you know is struggling with major change or life challenges and you can't seem to get the results that you want on your own, consider Christian coaching. You will gain clarity and confidence and you will experience renewal in your life. Go to my website, lindastevenjones.com. That's... Linda Stevens-Jones Stevens with a P-H instead of a V <laughs> there you can get more information or schedule uh, a discovery session with me and remember to everyone listening go over to the Making Inspired Choices Facebook page and join the after show discussion by posting your comments and aha moments um, I'm going to invite Tony if he would like to make a comment over there as well Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. Thank you to each of our callers. And please mark your calendars for our next broadcast on May 10th. That's the second Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern. Thank you again for being a part of this community. Happy Mother's Day to every mom out there. And until next time, stay blessed.